0: What? Hello, everybody. Welcome to Walking Purpose, my um, podcast from Uplift Kings. Uplift Kings is all about pretty much breaking the stigma of males can't talk about mental health, males can't talk about their emotions, men can't talk about their feelings. Um, this is episode seven. I'm here with Tay Walton. He, he's a vice president of Rockwell Initiative. Um, Tay, feel free to introduce yourself and tell us what's going on.
1: Um uh, thanks man. I'm glad to be here. Um just like uh you said, uh my name is Tay Walton. Uh, I currently serve as the vice president of Rockwall Initiative Incorporated. Um Redis right Rockwall. Uh, Rockwall is a non-profit that was created to serve those uh descended from African heritage, um, including but not limited to those who are part of the African diaspora. Uh, for this disenfranchised group, we aspire to build uh, healthy communities, safe environments while providing resources, support, educational tools uh, for development of sustainable businesses. Um, as for myself, I'm originally from Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, I've been living in Atlanta now for 15 years, so I think it's safe to say I got Georgia Roots now. And um, I have a dope wife, uh, three beautiful daughters, and I'm right here with my ride or die right here by me. Uh, this is my, my dog, Zoe. She right here by me everywhere I go. Oh, cool. So, Keep you company. Yeah, she, <laughs> no I, she my shadow. My wife calls her my shadow. Everywhere I go, she right there.
0: Uh-huh. That's awesome. Um, what you're doing is great, because this is, this is the time where it's much needed for um, us to come together. There's that stereotype that say we can't work together. There's that mm-hmm. stereotype, oh, we'll be we jealous, or we can't, that crab in the barrel mentality that people think that we have. So this, mm-hmm. I'm happy to what you're doing. It's amazing.
1: I think we just got some sort of bad PR out there, man, because, I mean, that's not and that has not been my experience. I mean, um, I, I grew up playing sports. And so mm-hmm. that's my dog shaking. So if you hear that noise? That's her shaking. She does Let's that sometimes. Yeah, but um, I grew up playing sports, and all I did was work with men. And so that's really all I know. And I'm the youngest of three boys, okay. so it's just all I know is working with men. And um, from my fraternity to um, playing sports, uh, we work together. It's just, uh, it just. I think those outliers get highlighted more than what's really going on out there. You're right. You're right. That's a, that's a
0: good point. Um, so my first question, right? You know, 2020 has been a year of just everything's going crazy. You got COVID-19, you got race issues, you got, you got Kobe, you got so many things going on. Um, my first question is what's your mindset r- right now going on pretty much
1: um, right now with 2020? Um, to be totally honest, bro, it's kind of a missed bag. If I can, um, truly define it as accurate as I can. I mean, um, I felt like I had a, a cheat code in the beginning of the pandemic because, uh, in January, um, I did a, um, a 12 day, um, mission trip to uh, Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, we weren't in touristy part. <laughs> we was in there uh, the, uh, uh, pretty much third world part, man. And, um, I don't know if you've ever been on a mission trip, but when you go there and you come back, you have a, a whole new perspective. Wow. And, uh, you have more gratitude, more appreciation for what you have. I mean, in Trinidad, those people, I mean, they didn't have much, but yet they were rich. Uh, they had a lot of love and they enjoyed just spending time and family. And I feel like it's something that we get away from. They're not walking around looking at their phone the whole time. Um, they're not um, on video games on the internet. I mean, we built a home, like inside the home, um, the part where the people were staying that we were building a home for. I was building a home with the person who's gonna be living there and they didn't have any floors man it was just wall concrete blocks with concrete on uh, uh with uh mortar in between it yeah. and dirt floor you know what wow. i'm saying i mean and, and, and kids walk around there barefooted talking to me it's just those things like that it brings you back and gives you a sense of man i appreciate every blessing i have over here in america and so when i got back that's when that pandemic hit and i felt like I kept that momentum for quite a bit because I, I wasn't really tripping off um, quarantining. Okay. I mean, I wasn't really tripping off uh, doing less things. And so uh, I I I think I thrived in that moment at the beginning. I mean, really uh, my family, you know, we grew closer. We did things like family bike rides, family walks, walking a dog, um, picnics with friends, like stuff like that. So that's on one hand, but yeah. then on that other hand, um, Ahmaud Arbery, uh, Breonna Taylor, um, George Floyd.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, um, overt racism. Yeah. I mean, it's been, you've been having Karens pop up for power these last two years and Ken's or right. whatever. But uh, it's like uh, since uh, the current occupant is in the White House has come into power, uh, it's gotten a little bit more outrageous. you kind of seen it bubbling yeah. under uh, our previous president, Barack Obama. But I think it's kind of overflowing right now. Yeah, so, it's in your face. Yeah, it's in your face, man. In it's like face. wow, yeah. really? It's like that. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. But um, I th- th- does it get to me? I mean, uh, I, I remain positive, but does it get to me? Yeah, I mean, um, I I, I feel it every time I see anybody a victim of senseless violence, whether well, it's by the police or by anything, uh, whether well, it's by our, our own people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I guess the biggest thing that really got to me was that George Floyd thing, man, eight minutes and 46 seconds. They hit different. Yeah. They, they, they hit hard. <laughs> they hit different. It, I mean, that, um, man, I didn't yeah, even so, watch the whole thing to be honest with you. And it I, still I couldn't turn away. I couldn't, I couldn't turn away. It's just the fact it. that, that it, I mean, I mean it, it, it's bad on one end, but the fact that there was people there telling the cop like, yo, you killing this brother. What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, and the guy sent there looking like with a little smirk on his face. I was just like, wow, man, is this really happening? Mm-hmm. You know, when the brother start moving, man, um, part of me, you know, said in my head, you know, oh, uh, he's going to be all right. I don't know why. I just felt like he's going to get back up. But yeah. then when uh, Amelance came and picked him up and they just rolled him over, they didn't even check his pulse or nothing. They just threw him in there and walked off with him in a gurney. That hit different, bro. That hit yeah. different. Yeah, That's when that momentum that was carrying me – and I mean, plus I had plus I had some personal issues that was going on a little bit at the time, but that momentum that was carrying me at that time, that's when it kind of hit. And I think, you know, um it wasn't uh overreaction by my part, but that's when I started to actually get open to what was going on. Before then I felt like I was insulated from it. I did too, to be honest with you. I felt like I felt like I knew it was there, but that was more
0: like a, a big slap. like, wake up. Wow. Yeah. That could exactly. that could be me. That could be you. That could be one of our relatives. Like that's right. That was more to say, you know what? Wake up. It's time for something different. Like that was time for a country. Like time for a change. It's unfortunate that that had to happen for it to happen for right. us to get the Black Lives Matter uh, street. And it's unfortunate that it happened. But it's time right. for us to wake up, really. You that's
1: know? Right. And that's so important what you're saying right now, man. That's so important what you're saying. I mean. It's, it's that combination of things. That's why I say it's a mixed bag because um, yeah. in the one hand, I feel like, and I know this is probably terrible to say, that the tragedy of COVID-19 is a blessing. I feel like um, I it created what I call the Great pause. I agree. Everything shut down. Um, um, I mean, I think Rockwall wouldn't exist if it wasn't for that. I think it gave people – I mean, I, man, I got a lot of theories, bro. I mean, I feel like there are people who get paid to distract us and keep us occupied, entertained. To keep us from thinking for ourselves, Um, and so uh, with the great pause, uh, movies got put on pause somewhere. Music got put on pause somewhere. Reality shows on pause. Sports on pause. So you got people who are normally being distracted and drawn to something else, uh, uh, are you know, are you know, they're not as occupied. They get to sit down and digest all of what's going on. Uh, this is the time most people have been open. And I think, um, you know, um, like you said, it's a wake-up call for yeah, a lot of people.
0: There are so many people who are creating new ideas. I'm one of them. I didn't have this idea of what was happening before the pandemic. That's right. like, I had a whole fitness company that I was trying to run, and I really got frustrated and I lost my passion for it. And I remember um, me and my fiance was looking at uh, Sarah Jakes. Something, I can't remember what, what the title was about. It's something about lo- losing your passion. And I was in damn near tears. Wow. It's like when the pandemic first happened. Instead of doing, going to the gym, you're working out at home. And that's God right. said, Uplift King. And I was like, what's, what's that? Like, man. And oh, I kept that, saying, man. that need something for me. Mm-hmm. That means something from me. Mills mm-hmm. you know, podcast. I was like, uh, duh, that's you. That's right. And a lot of times where a lot of people will create new ideas just off this pandemic. So in like, fulfill you on that, like in a real way, you're kind of glad it's happened. That's Not right. with the deaths and all that, but the people are hustling better. People are creating new ideas, whether it's, whatever it is, this is bringing out the best
1: in, in some people in a sense. So I definitely agree with that. Yeah. We, we applied for our incorporation of Rockwall, man. It ran to a stomach block because then I found out it was so many people applying for businesses, starting new businesses. Wow. So, I mean, um, it's like we birthed the Renaissance in a time where people can sit still and mm-hmm. act on their creativity.
0: Yeah. That uh that perfectly goes to my next question. You know, we just talked about as far as what's going on in America. Um, what you think what like what strategy should we use to find a better situation, create better results? Man, that's good. Uh
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean the big thing for me is I remember um, I think it was um, no, I remember the exact day and everything. Um it was May thirtieth about 9 15 ish pm okay when i heard the brother the honorable brother i give him so much props uh Killer Mike on the podium mm-hmm. and he said he said a lot but the, the the quote that stood out in my mind was you know because I, I i protested i marched um i did all that but okay. when i heard him speak I couldn't get it off my mind. He said, "We need to have the ability to plot, to plan, to strategize, to organize, and to properly mobilize." It's like not to even knock those who march, not to knock those who protest is needed. But mm-hmm. I've seen that episode before, and I yeah. know how that story ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they do that, then you know you get some uh, uh, crumb handed to you. Maybe it's a Netflix giving hundred million dollars to HBCU, or they go back and be quiet now. Or yeah. Um, I might say, I'm sorry. I didn't know I'm gonna educate myself on racism that's been existing for years and you need to re-educate yourself on it, really. Uh it just that stuck in my brain. I was like, you know, we gotta do it different this time. And so yeah. I, I'll be honest, man, Rockwall was birthed out of that. We actually sat back and I started thinking, um, how do we solve this? How do we I mean our our model. Our, our, our slogan is building strongholds around our people. And when we talk about strongholds, we're talking about fortification. How do we fortify our community? And that's why we focus on education, economics. Um, then we're looking at security and politics and court and, and, and the rest of the power uh, uh roadmap that Dr. Claude Anderson gave. But the first things first, I mean, we got to look within. We have to uh, do some house cleaning of our own. And I think that, that's the biggest deal. We want to deal with the mental health issues. We want to deal with the uh, the, the physical and systemic issues that are against us. I mean, um, those issues exist for other cultures, but for some reason with us, uh, it's, it's, it's more prevalent and we do the most to not uh, look within. We're always looking without. I don't think it's by coincidence that you see other groups moving to our hoods to sell to us. Um, and so we just got to get to the point to where we, like you hear this over and over again, how to make our dollar flip within our um, in our community. Right. Well, part of that is we got to fortify our community right now because I, I think we don't really um, have, re- just talking about that house, we had walls and no floor. We don't really have a real solid foundation, which we need to get back to that.
0: Yeah. That's a, that's a great point, because what's going on right now, is definitely a time to create new ideas. And I feel like this is a, a an attack on your mental health. That's right. Especially ones that's active, used to going places, used to having your outlet where it's the gym. What do you even, even going to the bar and just going to have a nice drink on a Friday after a long week? This is really, yeah. this yeah. pandemic has really been hitting your mental health so hard, and that basically goes to my next question. Um, in your past, have you ever faced any mental health challenges, far as like depression or suicide, or have you seen
1: about your family go through it? I'm actually currently dealing with some issues now. Uh, I'm still dealing with grief. I actually uh, lost um, my best friend uh, November last year. Uh, we grew up together. We knew each other since sixth grade. Played football together all the way through college and high school. Um. Mm-hmm. um I think the hardest part for me about it, I mean, you know grief, you know, I mean it's 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 a process. Yeah. But I think the hardest part for me about it, I kinda took it on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because um man <laughs> didn't think it was gonna to keep that. But um it just yeah, see, it's sporadic. I didn't expect that to hit me like that. But um mainly because um in the last couple of years, you know, it seemed like we kinda grew apart. I don't even say grew apart. We kind of went different directions. You know, I got married and, you know, got got kids and things like that. Um, Life got busy. You know, uh, daughters got older and started getting more active. And so I just felt like I wasn't there for him like I should have been. And um, the biggest part of guilt is I remember last year, earlier that year, um, I went back to my hometown of Birmingham um, and I was trying to see him because I found out from his sister on Facebook, that he had a stroke. I'm like, whoa, yeah, my own boy Mike had a stroke. And I just, yeah, thinking yeah. That, you didn't think they like, you know, you think we're young. I mean, I mean, he was an athlete his whole life, whatever. And um, I didn't, and she was like, yeah, he had a stroke a year ago. I said, why didn't y'all tell me? Why didn't y'all let me know that? They said, oh, yeah, I tell you, we, we thought you knew. We, I told your brother. My brother forgot to tell. You. Long story short, I went back to Sim, you know, and um, he was nonverbal. The stroke had was a strong stroke. And so he could, he's moving and things like that, but he, all he can do is look at you. And so um, I didn't get a chance to see him and things like that because we can link up, but I just didn't think that would be the end. I thought he would pull through. And then um, when um, she, his sister called me in the middle of the night and told me that Mike is gone, um, said he uh, died of heart failure, man. Uh, said he had fluid in his heart uh, and um, he didn't make it. Yeah. Man, speaking at that funeral was the hardest thing I ever did in my life, he is, he was always a better dude to me, man. I mean, um, when I was young and trying to be bad, I was trying to be um, thug, you know what I'm saying? We both was running around trying to be in gangs and stuff, but he just had a better foundation, man. Um, I mean, I mean, he the reason I even got saved, bro. I mean, um, you know, uh, I had went to that church and I, I, I got scared away by that preacher, man. I was like, when I felt that tug of my heart, I was like, yo, I ain't going back to this, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then he was like, man, let's go back, you know? And I was like, nah, man, what you talking about, man? And I kept right. giving him all my logic. I'm like, man, well, that, that's that stuff for people who need that. We can do that later on in life and all that dumb logic I was giving him. Mm-hmm. But he was like, let's go. And then when we went, man, uh, when he felt that took, he didn't hesitate. He didn't hesitate. I, I, I walked up to the altar and I turned right around. He was right on my hip. And, um, yeah, man, it just, again, you know, um, I'm mature enough to know and in, in the word to know that, you know, um, uh, that you know, God has his reasons. But the one thing that that showed me is uh, it just reminded me that um, we're finite beings, man. And a lot of times we keep trying to live in the future or the past when really we need to be where our feet at. We need to be making the most of the moments where we're at. And so, again, I, I, I refer back to the, the, the COVID, the great pause. Sometimes we forget these moments when we can make a difference keep pocketing these ideas that you know, we've been gifted thinking oh, I'll get to it tomorrow or oh, I get saved later on, you yeah, know, you
0: never know. Yeah. <sighs> never know, bro. And um what I can definitely share, especially on the grieving piece, my grandma died a year ago. My aunt died a year before that. So this is like back to back death. And I'm still have my moments where I'm grieving. I still have my triggers. It could be a, a song that comes on or something. It could <laughs> a picture so um what well, i can definitely relate to that. Is just um it's okay to feel how you feel
1: yeah man i mean uh, like i say I, I trust it being a process you know and um that's in in my process of going through that i mean uh i'm a strong believer in like i say if i uh, i apologize disclaimer up front if i get real preachy that's just who i am I um i mean um yeah uh, but i'm a strong believer in god and therapy man i i really believe you know and those two things are not um um, opposed to each other, you know, I mean, um, you, you can, I mean, some people think, you know, they gotta, they can't coexist, but they, they do, you know, um, you hear people say, Hey, don't go, don't go to a therapist, go, go to your pastor. Yeah. No, no, I think, I think you need both. I think, you know, uh, you do. and so, yeah. And so that's probably why a lot of people don't get better a lot of things, but um, yeah. And um, I, I've, I've been the therapist and I mean, I, I think, you know, I, I'm sensitive to the fact that I know it's not going to be a snap. I am, um appreciative and understand that he's in a better place because he was suffering that last couple of years. It just gets it gets sad to me sometimes, man, Cause I mean I, I miss him. You know what I'm saying? That that was like my dog dog. Everybody who knows us, they know it's always Mike and Tay, Mike and Tay. We used to yeah, rap yeah, yeah. Used to rap group. We did everything, man.
0: That was my dog. Um definitely understand that the the right the the same exact situation, but just on the on the greeting piece and how it feels and how you had those moments and I'm learning to, I'm relearning really day by day. It's okay to feel how you feel because in the, the day we're human. That's Especially right. Especially with, with this pause moment, sometimes make you think about certain things in the past and, oh man, I remember this. So I'm learning literally, as I'm talking about right now. I didn't expect this to go this way, but still great anyway. But I'm learning to try to look at the positive things. That's right. Try to look at the, oh man, this happened, this is not. Okay, I'm gonna try to look at the, the, the great moments. Like being my friend, had like you were saying, or being my grandmother, my aunt, or whatever, whoever passed to keep me going, pretty much. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So um, I just commend you on even feeling that way and even amidst of creating new ideas in the process of breathing. A lot of people would just fall, they tend to give
1: up, you know? No, man, I mean, I got his, his Facebook page is still up and he mm-hmm. used to make videos where he, he told everybody that you're a miracle. And he used to always tell me, like, you know, he used to preach that good energy, good energy. And mm. one of the things he he's always say to me, man, he's just, I can hear him right now. Man, Tell you running for mayor yet? You're going to be president? He just knew I was going to come back to Birmingham and be president or something. And I was like, dude, I wish I had the faith in me you have in me. And um, I spoke about that at his funeral. I talked about um, having a positive impact on others. Again, all this, this happened, his, his funeral was November 16th. Remember, like yesterday then going to a mission trip then all of this came with the pandemic right and, wow um it's it, it this is like the that was like the the rocket fuel for everything that I'm doing now i mean mm-hmm. i know uh like i say uh, i know people see me in rockwall and be like man uh taby grind he doing everything he doing everything no it's a passion project for me it is it's, it's it's something i'm passionate about and i think that changes everything when you're passionate about something yeah that's it, true. it, it, it gives you that that, that push
0: yeah yeah Being, um, having that passion to, to create something and having that passion to keep going pretty much that's right offering your right. purpose in a sense you know just to to keep going regardless because it's a it's a daily grind pretty much that's right that's even right. with like any setbacks in, in life or as mental health or whatever so my question to you is uh, if anybody's watching this interview pretty much and they're going through a setback in life um, whether it's mental health whether it's breathing, whether it's something, what advice would you give them?
1: I would actually take, to, to. this is something I always say to people, try to find the lesson in the hardship. You know, um, I, think, um, I think I've think i heard this used quite a bit. I mean, I, I had a book I started on years ago that I need to finish. But um, a part of that book was um, called um, Taking the L. It's a, it a chapter called Taking the L. And, you know, I say uh, people, you know, go one of two ways. You either from experience, you can either uh learn um, through a lesson or you can learn through a lecture. And I can like, I say a lecture meaning that somebody gives you the wisdom saying, hey, don't go touch that stove. It's hot. Then you say, okay, I'm not gonna touch that stove. Or you learn through the lesson. But you go and say I'm gonna touch it it burns. I think if you find the lesson in the hardship, uh, meaning that whatever you've been through, I feel like oh. Situations when you go through something is setting you up for something else. Yeah. I, I, I totally really believe that. I feel like, but the thing you got to do is um, pause. I mean, if I had to go to a biblical story, uh, I think about where Joseph and his brothers were jealous of him because he had the nice coat his dad gave him. Yeah. And yeah. hey, you know, they put him in a pit. They dug a mm-hmm. pit, put him in the ground in a hole right there. You know, and he yeah. he can look left, right, front, and back. It was all walls. It wasn't until he looked up, he paused. And looked up to so you start praying that that a blessing came to him. I think sometimes we need to just pause and quit just looking at the situation around us and really try to find the lesson in the hardship.
0: Yeah. That's a great point because especially with this year going on right now, like if you look at the social media, you see nothing but negativity. Oh man, this even with the jokes, what's gonna happen next? is gonna take over. And That's it's just right. like <laughs> <laughs> So it's like you have to look at something positive. You know what? Twenty twenty one gonna be a good year for me. That's matter right. of fact, 2020 is still going to be a good year. That's so I'm right. learning to, like, I'm kind of, like, and this goes back to what we said earlier about being kind of happy that this happened, having that pause moment. No matter what happens in life, as far as something negative or setback, I will always keep pushing. That's right. Always find a positive outcome in something negative. I mean, That's right. No matter right. what happens. So I definitely um, feel what you're saying on that.
1: Okay. I think the, the cliche saying is silver lining. Find yeah. the silver lining in it.
0: Yeah, so that's a good point. Let's go to my um my last question, pretty much. So we get up in the morning, looking at yourself, pretty much, and you're wondering, the daily grind, of course. What motivates you every single day?
1: <laughs> no, it's gonna sound like a beating drum, but uh, cool. I say I, I say this um. God and family, man. And I mean, I I truly mean it when I say God. Um, I remember when I was trying to uh, grow in my faith, you know, um, I felt like I was just doing it because I I felt the tug of my heart, but I wasn't really walking into it. And um, I kept finding myself falling back doing the same old things. Part of it was like, like like I couldn't stop cursing. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't stop cursing until I started listening to secular music. Crazy. I was like, well, wow. When I say secular, I mean I used to listen to like, I mean the South we love like a Ball, MJG, Ti, um, the yeah. whole Atlanta Dungeon family, We love that. So I thought, oh, they 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 talking about positive stuff, Good Mob. Yeah, they talking about positive stuff. But that that those curse words. You know, what I mean, uh, I couldn't clean up my language, so I clean up my music, and that kind of expanded to diff- other different things in my life. Like it's just like. Um, Physical training—you can't really lose the weight until you clamp your diet. A lot of times, we think of if I go work out real hard and eat, I can eat what I want to eat. But yeah. I—I've <laughs> seen guys, you know, who are in great shape, but then they get bad reports when they go to the doctor because they' dirty on the inside, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so, reason I say that God is a motivator for me because, you know, sometimes, you know, um, um, just reading a story about how somebody came through, or reading about. His promises. I mean, um, I, I, I got a a, a, a a pastor at my church that teaches on that. He actually wrote a book called promise principles and it's basically just remembering all the promises that are in the Bible, just focusing on that and, and, and know that they're going to be true. It kind of gives you a different take. It gives you confidence. It mm-hmm. gives you confidence and faith. I think the keys to confidence are, um, preparation and knowledge right. and I say um I mean I, I mean when you're confident you walk in assurance so I think knowing that I have those promises looking back no no on oh, oh, no those things sometimes you got to remind yourself I don't have that war room where I got post-its and all that around there but no um I just actually just kind of look at those promises man and get motivated like I say my family man my, my, my wife man I think she's a part of where I'm at today um, I mean, she's such a freaking motivator, man. She just a, a, a rock. Um she like she reminded me of my boy Mike. She always told me, something you gonna be this, you are gonna be that. And I don't know if it's just really just speaking life. She just um she really looked at me like I'm some type of a hero. And I and I and I I feel like that motivates to me to want to live up to it. Yeah. And so Definitely um, to that. yeah, man, just and, and and I and I tell like, you know, like, you know, people, like, man, you get you a good one, man, ride with her. Yeah. They, 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 they're, they're amplifier to they make you better.
0: Yeah, you get so, your good one that brings out the best in you. That's right. Every great man, man right. has a woman next to him, not behind him, but like next to him, that's wondering, right. you got this. There are times when we don't feel like we got it. That's right. we are saying, baby, you got this. you going
1: to do this. Like, oh. All right. <laughs> you know. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Even when you don't believe in yourself, you'd be like, man, yeah, you're going to be okay. Yeah. And I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, I never really realized the value of that. until I just, again, sat still and I really thought about it. I always thought I could do it on my own. I mean, yeah. I consider myself self-made, but I've, since I've been married to her, I've grown, my trajectories went so higher. I mean, I was always kind of, you know, moving forward because I had some good people having to go, man, That's a good amplifier. And, and my daughters too, man. My daughters, I mean, they truly believe I'm superhuman, superhuman. I mean, it's funny when you hear your daughters talking to their friends and they'd be bragging about you and you'd be like, man, that's, they talking about me, you know, it's like, like, yeah. <laughs> my daddy, he's, he's the smartest person in the whole world. I'm like, wow, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> like, that's lot of pressure. <laughs> but it just, uh, it felt good to have a believe in you like that.
0: Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Um, this has been truly an amazing interview. I really appreciate you for just thanks opportunity. Um, before we go feel free to, um, like social media, Instagram, or
1: Facebook, where to find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at your underscore inner underscore fitness underscore coach. It's your inner fitness coach. Uh, um, I truly believe fitness starts from the inside out. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's my moniker. Uh, Facebook, Tay Walton. uh, Look for our group, uh, the Rockwall Initiative. Um, Our website, www.rockwallinitiative.com. A lot coming from that. Uh, any uh, uh, of you who are looking to um, uh, start a business and do something good we, we, we just challenging our people to come up with something that's you know innovative I'm tired of giving our best and brightest to your yeah, Bill Gates and Warren Buffett's uh, let's uh and other big companies let's do something for us that's amazing thank you bro thank you man Bless love what you're doing man if I
0: could do the support